You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Uh, I'm John, I'm your host for this evening. And yeah, we'd like to make it easy for you. Tonight I'm joined by John. How you doing? I'm good, John. How are you, John? I'm good, John. Uh, I suppose we should start by saying, hi, welcome. Another charity bet, unsuccessful. This is not last week's podcast, I listen. Or they continuing to fail in the charity bets. Oh, I mean, the first one, Ian Russell. The first goal score bet, start with that, looked a good one. Hamish should come up with that. Aye, looked, looked good, yeah, doing in good form. Uh, Mark Wilson, bars in a month. And those that just, not just the, the Premiership bars are worth it, the cost, but even down there. League 1, there's a bit of a cost, is 5 0 here, do you lost this? A crazy result. Aye, first goal score bet, scuppered. The treble, now, we said we don't back draw as much, but Hamilton, good for a draw just now. So we went for an in Hamilton, it came in. As a draw, which is good. However, the other results useless. Uh, Greg, old Greg that used to be on the podcast, was no happy to say, "Ah, you've given Motherwell the curse, the curse of the charity bet, right?" And sure as hell, they drew nil nil. And <laughs> Rangers and Hearts, both teams to score. Which, to be fair, that should have come in because we'll come on to it later. But yeah, Rangers won that game two nil. So we've been saying that every week recently, but I hopefully we'll get better luck tonight. And we pick whatever's to be coming from the weekend. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some luck just before Christmas. That would be nice. Yes, aye. I'll be a luck with um, Apologies if I'm sounding a bit croaky, but I've got a bit of a kind of sore throat. But hopefully a wee honey beer will help me out. I'm not in the woo-woo this week. Uh, <laughs> my, my boss, Secret Santa, as part of it, he got me a beer, which is called the Honey Thief, which I'd never heard of before. It says it's sweet zesty and go instead of a hot toddy I'm having a honey beer so we'll see how it goes what about yourself John? Um, I'm being born having a wee uh, cup of tea um, tonight Um, some of us have got work tomorrow morning Um, (laughs) but Uh, um, just when you touched on Secret Santa um, one of my um, colleagues um, got me an an Aberdeen mouse map with John Hewitt holding the cup winner's cup so that was a very thoughtful Secret Santa that's a good one eh? that's Mm -hmm. it the bar has been set. Yeah. Uh, it can't get any higher than that, I don't think. No, that's that's winning. That yeah. that'll probably be the best present you'll get, that's fair. Probably. Better not tell the wife that, but uh, did she listen? Uh she's not into football at all. Right. So I'm safe there. <laughs> now oh, we're gonna to touch briefly on uh, the champions again, we'll Celtic were out. Uh but obviously last week they went to Manchester. Folk were thinking Man City would change things a wee bit. They did change things a wee bit, but Actually, probably a pretty decent team still. Um, I would say Celtic had pretty much their first choice lineup out, barring maybe kind of one or two. Uh, seem to do pretty well, Celtic. From what I saw, they created a good few chances and looked maybe deserving even of the, the draw. So yeah, it was a good way for them to end the campaign. I mean, I know they said the game was a, a well, Chris described it as a dead rubber last week because both teams knew their position. But for Celtic to go there and, and get a draw against a team that had 92 million pound worth of talent. On the park, um, you know, it's still a pretty credible result. Although what was interesting, um, just touching um, on something different, but Patrick Roberts, when he scored against his um, parent club, he, he did celebrate. 
And how many times do you see like yeah? So I mean, how how often do you see like former players, um, you know, not celebrate like now McGinn's a famous one um, from yeah. a referee perspective. Um, so it was quite interesting to see, but I suppose it's all right, um, you know, because he'll go back to Man City and show them what he can do potentially. Yeah, well, I think he voted man of the match as well. So yeah, he seemed to do pretty well. And he's getting a bit more run of a team in the Celtic team now. I think at first maybe Rogers was, well, Forrest was playing well, which was helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I think Forrest has reverted back to type, whereby he's, he's not consistent now. So, yeah, right time to put a performance, obviously, in front of Guardiola. Mind you, whether Guardiola will be there that season. Man City are, are struggling a bit since their initial start to this. I think as well, um, he did get an injury um, fairly early in the season. He did start and then he got injured, and then Bott Sinclair and him and Forrest both were playing well. So, But he's now back in the team and showing what he can do. He's a top talent, a player, mm-hmm. that, a player that you'd want, you'd pay to watch, that type of player. Aye. Mm-hmm. I think Celtic, certainly Celtic, positives to take from this season. Uh, and Rogers again has mentioned about how the fact he wants to strengthen in January. See what happens there. Uh, there was a game the Aberdeen come on at class midweek, which which went to which played to a finish. And like yes, and but again the lineup was changed a fair bit last Tuesday. Before we're going on, no, how are we going? What are we doing here? I think only really McLean was well recognised kind of central midfielder, uh, probably. But it seemed to pay off. Goals galore mm-hmm. with that one. Yeah, it was good to see um, Pollock um, getting back in the team and um, getting in, getting one of the goals as well. And apparently he played very well. Um, you'd like to see him going around like he did two, three years ago. Yeah, definitely. Um, you never, never know. I mean, we've, it's been nice. We've got two, possibly too many options. Um, but it was good to get that back to last week in the midweek game. Absolutely. Good to think as well. Uh, Johnny Hayes, kind of great player for Aberdeen. Uh, probably been involved in amongst the most goals for us this season, but I still feel that goals is something that he could he could do more, he could score more goals. Um, but yeah, he got a double last week, which was good. Paul, as you say, coming in scoring, but he seems to come in randomly in the team just now. Paul, a bit then he's quite often sacrificed as well because he gets sacrificed on Saturday at halftime, whereby mm-hmm. what like he had a couple of half chances uh, on Saturday. So, aye, with Madison potentially going back uh, down south, whatever, whether it's back to Norwich or whether it's another English club, then I Paul, it could become an important player for us again. Seems to have mm-hmm. filled out a wee bit as well, with, uh, by the looks of it. Longer, so, yeah, all good there. Um, Rooney with a couple of assists as well. So, good performance, however, it wasn't like Aberdeen created a, a lot of chances in particular. Maybe a few more chances than normal, but uh, seven shots on target and five goals. Pretty clinical uh, yeah. from that side of things. However, uh, Kamarnik actually had a few chances early on whereby they actually could have gone ahead. So, And if you look at Kamarnik's either side of playing Aberdeen, two clean sheets. I did get to break them down, unfortunately. It's like done for the ones. I suppose we may as well lead into that. Talk yeah, about Aberdeen. It, it... Yeah, it could have been it could have been worse given the fact Wotherspoon hit the post in the final minute. And from what I saw on the highlights, um, St Johnson seemed to create the better chances of the very few that were there between the two. It was it was just like the, a typical Aberdeen St Johnson game of this season. When you look at the other two, they were dead stuffy. There was not a lot of chances created. Both sides chancing each other out, and that was the same again at the weekend. Certainly struggle against them. That's why one one and eight we've had against St Johnson. Um, and to, Tommy Wright. Uh, touched on it uh, teams are credited maybe other places for good defensive performances however up here it's maybe kind of criticised 
I, I don't know. Uh, the, the game, I think the highlights maybe was kind of kind on the game. You look at the kind of statistics mm-hmm. and different things like that. Between the two teams, there was three shots on target, which is pretty poor when you consider it's two of the kind of better teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of a few changes. It was changed at half time pretty quickly with McGinn and Pollock going off. Um, Logan had been rested initially or put on the bench because he was crying a lot, but mm-hmm. McInnes felt he had to bring him on and change things. Um, mm-hmm. Start of the second half, seemed Aberdeen kind of had kind of better to play, but then towards the end, St. Johnson. Uh, we're better off that might have been due to maybe tired legs on the midweek game against Kilmarnock but uh, it's hard to see whether it's a disappointing result or not because as I say St John's are kind of a bit of a bogey team I believe there was kind of some boos at the end of the game which a bit mm-hmm. harsh uh, I'm, I'm not that keen on booing my own to be fair even if maybe yeah. they haven't played particularly well I don't think it helps but at the same time yeah. don't be the argument you pay your money you say whatever you want kind of thing I know I mean I can understand that at the end of the game the performance isn't good enough what gets on um Malik is when they, they do it during the game you know they get when they get on the players back but I suppose most clubs are the same but it's it doesn't really encourage a player to lift his head up when people are on their back constantly um, you know but the other frustrating thing is if you look at um, a record this season against the fellow top five uh, fellow top four sides um, we've lost twice to Celtic um, we've drawn the hearts we've drawn twice to St Johnson and Rangers it's Win one, lost one. Yeah. So we've only won one game out of the, you know, out of all the games against the fellow top five sides, and um, it's just as well that our record against the bottom seven's been really good because I think only Hamilton have taken points off us. Yeah, I mean, I suppose uh, the the result may be kind of slightly worse than the fact Rangers are bounced back from the the defeat against Hearts. Uh, so that's not helped. Out. Rangers are have had a couple of good. We're looking like Rangers. Warburton was under a bit of pressure. He's come out the last kind of week or so actually all right. But, uh, what most would regard as being the contenders for second place, I think, most would against between Rangers, Hearts uh, and Aberdeen. However, St Johnson or maybe uh, could be in the mix. Don't know, probably not quite a big enough squad. Uh, whereas Rangers have had a, had a good week, Aberdeen have had quite a mixed week. Uh, not helped by tonight, the game in the hand, as I say, being abandoned. Uh, I see what happens. Uh, still, a, still a lot of games left we played this month, who knows what will happen. I thought it was interesting that uh, Jack though right back in the weekend there's maybe not much cover for Logan if, that, if something was to happen to him yeah I mean it's good that um, you know it's, it was good that we tried to rest Logan because he's one of the players that needs this but it shows how much we need him as well that we had to bring him on at half time um, but I, I don't know if, um, I mean McGinn lasted only 45 minutes was hooked and was on the bench again tonight so I think Jan Yuri can't come quick enough for him um, but there's one or two rumours that you know, he's at a contract. He's one of those at a contract in the season. He's been there over five years. He'll been there five years coming into the campaign. I think. I wonder if his mind is starting to drift towards um, leaving Aberdeen. I'm not sure. Well, I, I kind of saw earlier on um, McInnes mentioned there's like twelve players out of contract. They're not all first teamers, but there's there's mm-hmm. a few that are kind of first teamers. Like some again, Considine out of contract. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Paulett. I can't mind the, the other ones just now off the top of my head and mm-hmm. it kind of seemed to kind of suggest maybe all of them won't be able to be offered new contracts but I don't know but, Is uh, that psychology for some of them to uh, step up their game and earn a contract? I mean, in Constance's case he's, he's over 30 so normally they don't offer over 30s more than a year's deal anyway and keep them going to the end of the season and see how they go on I think, think Constance will be offered a deal Yeah I think so I think Constance would be is the kind of type that will wait I don't think he's someone that would grumble if he's left to kind of later on to kind of sign a new deal. Um, mm-hmm. 
like he's been at Aberdeen all his career. We've generally done quite well under McInnes to keep players that we want to keep, but uh, maybe I guess I'll watch this space uh, and mm-hmm. see what happens. Still, I've noticed again over the last few stories, Miles' story, mm-hmm. actually even Craig's story, Miles' story especially though, I think I was relatively excited when he signed. Um, he's on the bench pretty much every week, but he's not getting on really. However, I have heard when he has had his chance, he wasn't that present, but I think he was kind of being asked to play out wide. Whereas he's not a kind of wide player, he's a striker, and I, I do still think he would add a bit, I kind of mean, a bit more of a kind of a different outlook to the Aberdeen team, especially when you've got so much pace in other areas as well. Where Hayes and uh, McGinnis possibly link up a bit better by the midfield as well. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be tempted to give him a little run because I mean, with I mean Rooney's been a bit hot and cold this season. Yeah. You know, a lot of Aberdeen fans are still not convinced with Stockley, and I'll be honest, I'm not overly convinced with Stockley. Um, possibly but, a good impact player, I think, Stockley. Yeah, think, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. He has got a few goals for us, but I think in terms of the type of play, we are the kind of type of football we're trying to play, we're kind of more possession-based at story, it would suit story. Really, I feel that a lot of the time, goals record is terrific, but so many games we are really end up very, very isolated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe just try something. But he, McGuinness has not been scared to try different things this season, but for whatever reason, yeah, story through the middle doesn't be an option. He's even played maybe more behind. Yeah, there's, I know, there's maybe more going behind the scenes that we don't know about. Like, for example, when Greg Well was at Aberdeen, it, was, it came well documented that he wasn't putting in the effort in training, and we ended up getting rid of him at St. Martin. So I wonder if something similar will happen with Story. I mean, I'd like to see him given a bit of a chance because at least when Wilde was given a chance, we could see how poor he was for Aberdeen because we've not really seen the best or worst of what Story can offer. I mean, I've not seen a lot of him to judge him. No. Um, and whereas for Inverness, he's a type that kind of plays on the shoulder, the defenders, which is always dangerous. Um, when you look at like Lee Griffiths at Celtic, the way he plays, not I'm comparing story to Griffiths, but it's more so in terms of the, that style, in terms of giving defenders something a wee bit different to think about. I think probably when defenders are looking go, oh yeah, I'm playing against Stock, they'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Because defenders generally are quite happy to cope with balls getting the lofty and just having to head it away. When you've got someone mm-hmm. that's going to kind of take on on the deck, maybe get you turning a wee bit different. Maybe it comes down to again our style of play with a bye, where you like to get the ball out wide and get crossed into the box. Yeah, I mean maybe it's not a bad thing. Uh, just you know, I think um, we've, although we've got a bit bigger guys squad than the last couple of years, it's still a pretty thin one, and uh, we've got a lot of games this one. So maybe it's not been a bad thing that tonight's game was abandoned. Although it's probably frustrating for fans, especially the very few Mullow fans who managed to make up north. Uh, I'm just moving on slightly, but. Um, you know, I know it'll need to be rearranged anyway, but this was the middle of an eight-game run for us, um, and you know, so it's maybe a good thing that's been postponed tonight and kept fresh legs for Saturday. The only thing is, I would say it's quite a good time to play Motherwell because Motherwell haven't been in the best of, um, and I think actually where Motherwell are, so it's going to the table doesn't lie, but it's very, as we've mentioned, very tight uh, between sits and uh, I think Motherwell have the players whereby they're capable of uh, sits place. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose it will depend when it's rearranged the fixture as to what happens because with Rangers winning against Hearts um, Rangers are okay I'm going to get a game in hand but even however Rangers so that probably moves Rangers Hearts game mm-hmm. whereby by all accounts one of the Rangers better performances helped it was by the, the decision to rule out Don Cole's change games Yeah I mean 
the only I mean I only watch the the highlights in BT Sport and bear in mind this is not a BT Sports production that they get theirs off the SPFL like Sky do. Um, so they only showed one camera angle, so you couldn't tell from that camera angle if it's offside or not. Um, but you know there wasn't that many Rangers players putting their hands up. There was a couple in the middle, but not many others did. Um, so I wonder if that tells a lot. But well, it's quite conclusive in sports, <laughs> certainly. Uh, Lee Wallace, his kind of back foot was basically on the, the line. And Kelly mm-hmm. was maybe about looking a couple of yards or so uh, off the mm-hmm. line, so I no doubt the kind of goal should have stand. But by looking at the highlights, it did appear that Rangers deserved to win. However, if Hearts score at that point, go a goal ahead, then the crowd, the fact, the thing that I, but it's, I mean, they've got such, there's such a big crowd. Obviously, if Rangers score, that is going to g them on if they go ahead. Whereas mm-hmm. on the flip side, if the away team score first, then the fans start getting on the backs, it then becomes uncomfortable for the home team. Whereas mm-hmm. it kind of plays into the away team's hands, so I bit yeah. decision. I think I don't know whether Castro will be maybe slightly disappointed in the, the way they reacted after the first goal. Do much? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a different performance, but I suppose we better give credit was due. I mean, Rangers, um, you know, did up the tempo and their home rate as these players um, we've made them out to be. They haven't lost um, in the league since uh, Hibs in 2015. February 2015. Now, I know they've played lower division teams last season, but that's still not a bad little record that they've got going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, to, to be unbeaten that long. And Barry Mackay looked more like his old self, the Barry Mackay last season that got himself in the Scotland squad on Mera. Whereas this year, he's not been playing well, but Saturday showed glimpses of um, what he can do. Yeah, I think he had a bit of joy against Callum Parson. Callum Parson looked like he was very frustrated on, on, uh, on Saturday, certainly, against Rain. Ah. I don't know, the, in terms of the highlights that you've seen, did you see Patterson's foul on hold? I thought it was kind of quite a soft free kick to give away. Um, no, I didn't. Um, they just showed the... Is that the, um, the foul that led to the goal? Aye, kind of went to Tavernier's free kick. Yeah, no, they didn't show the, the no. foul. They just showed the, the ball in the box and, right. and Keenan's header. Although Jack Hamilton looked as though he was too far towards the back post with that goal, I thought. This was a big gap to his right hand side with Keenan heading. It was still a good header, but just wonder about the goalkeeper's position. Yeah, I think it was maybe kind of young keeper just still kind of learning a wee bit. But uh, yeah. I the kind of free kick was kind of quite soft, so that would probably be kind of slightly disappointing from my heart's point of view. Mm-hmm. Often I don't know whether I get if BT is a wee bit different. The uh, decision to book Scott, uh, Scott Walker, Jason Walker, I don't know if you Jamie seen that. Walker, Jamie Walker, even I thought yeah. lucky I. Um, did you see? Did they show that? No, they they showed they showed a couple of chances and they showed goals, but um, and obviously the offside goal, but they didn't really show any um, bookings. It was an SPFL, yeah. It was it's an SPFL production. It's not Sky and it's not BT. It's SPFL. Um, it's done in the cheap, basically, and you can tell it's like watching Scott Sport. Aye, or the latter years of Scott Sport, should I say? Aye, sport I mean, sports team gave a fair bit of coverage to the game. I mean, probably, kind of, yeah. probably the most I've seen for the game this season. But yeah. uh, oh, I mean, it's a terrible decision. Uh, Walker get booked for a supposed dive, but definitely not a dive. Mm-hmm. So one that kind of should be looked at probably. Uh, mm-hmm. and the positive, another positive for Rangers was the fact that the fans seem to be pretty pleased with McGarner's performance. He kind of went off to a kind of standing ovation. So much as he's not scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of seem to be pretty happy with his kind of work rate and his effort. So I suppose though, if a player's playing well, then maybe the goals will come. But it's kind of weird because Rangers aren't scoring a lot of goals. Even if you look at last season, you talk about Mackay and 
obviously he was considered for last season, contributed goals, assists, whack on another one, he's only scored one assist, he's still an area that wants strength, but we considered they are mm-hmm. second in the league, and uh, considered there's not been firing don't know whether they've yeah. strengthened in January or what will happen there. Yeah, Wycorn's been um, an incredible disappointment this season. I mean, because he scored a lot of goals, and I thought he'd be a player that was capable of stepping up to the top flight, but it's just not happened. I think maybe having help, or I think he's more a white. By the looks of it, he always seems he kind of appears to want to maybe. I don't know whether he's getting, just getting, that's where he's getting played, but he played as a kind of more a kind of white player that kind of cuts inside. Um, I don't think he's a kind of natural striker, but mm-hmm. Rangers top scorer in the league, uh, Miller before. That says it all, but also it doesn't really say much about everyone else that they're sitting in second place and yeah. um, you know, everyone else is behind. I mean, even if we win our game in hand, we're still going to be a point behind them. But what can you do? I think, again, though, he doesn't know his best team this season. But Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's that's the main problem um, you know, for Warburton. But, you know... Um, they're, get, they're, they're starting to, to give credit where it's due again he made the changes last week um, which paid dividends and um, he's picked his team right this um, for the weekend and um, we'll just need to see what happens with their away form which is quite um, you know not really get started yet yeah but the, the, two, the two the two home wins against Aberdeen Hearts I think you should certainly help with them in the right direction yeah. unfortunately I have to say but it's a long mm-hmm. way to go season Exactly. Um, they've, got, they've got Hamilton next. So that's a drop away. Yeah. We don't need to worry about that. They're, that's a drop away. <laughs> um, I've, just, I've just noticed that that game's on Friday night and Hamilton are also playing just now against Celtic 1-0 down. Um, it's a bit unfair on Hamilton having to play twice in three days, but then Friday's down to TV and tonight was a rearranged fixture because Celtic won the League Cup final. I think there'll be a fair bit of that though in terms of, kind of just now where the kind of amount of fixtures getting played unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Celtic had to cope with that with the Champions League last week. And then they were yeah, on Friday, so mm-hmm. just one of those sins. Especially with a winter break coming up. Yeah. But I Carter never changed since in terms of personnel. He might not. I would th- think it will take a bit of time for his ideas. The way mm-hmm. I, I noticed he was going on to Nento in terms of manager, he had the kind of smart jacket on. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can uh, to be fair, most managers nowadays um, put in a suit rather than a tracksuit. I think Derek McKenzie is one of the few that actually wears a tracksuit these days. Um, but it's going to take I mean I know Robbie Nielsen won his first game as a Hearts manager at Ibrox but he had more time to work with his players than Catherine has it'll take time for him to get his ideas across but we'll see how that goes and if he does well then he can shut up people like Chris Boy to you know work quick to put the boot in yeah I think you'll be worried about the kind of January transfer window because um, mm-hmm. by all accounts well Hamish thinks that Patterson will probably be away you yeah. would think that maybe Nielsen will look at some Hearts players for them, eh, possibly. Mm-hmm. And I would dare say, even if he wasn't looking at players, Jamie Walker would certainly interest. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah I think I think Steve, um, Steve McLaren's been at a couple of Hearts games. I think he was at the, the Rangers game looking at Callum yeah. Patterson. Um, they've, they've definitely got players in there that they can sell for a small fortune, but that's the way Hearts model is. It's just uh, that, you know, and well, it's the same for most clubs in Scotland. I'll include Celtic in that. If Celtic have a top player, They'll sell them for an absolute fortune going to an English Premier League or foreign team. Look at that, like Dembele. <laughs> it's yeah. just the nature of the beast up here. There's some clubs that do it better though than others. I mean, Hibs obviously back uh, when they had their kind of talent, mm-hmm. he kind of got really brown going for like a four million like Tom's in the back of the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that Aberdeen have struggled with a bit in terms mm-hmm. of getting top tall of our players. Dundee United and our team that have got good money for players in the past, Hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
what Ryan Fraser was maybe about the best for us. And that was only about 400,000. Yeah, because um, he ran... Grimmer went away. Yeah, he was going around down his... Yeah, he was going around down his contract. So he rejected a new contract, but I'll not say anything about Ryan Fraser issue because I'll end up swearing, so... <laughs> Let's move on. Um, but yeah, go back to Friday night. Partick Thistle against Celtic. Partick, Partick Thistle are a, a shadow of the team. Yeah, I mean, it could be a tricky one for them. They've been going a few seasons by. You kind of wonder, right, where's the kind of goals going to come from? They've relied on Dylan Luffy a bit over the past few years. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, th- I think they're one of the ones that struggled the most, certainly. They've only had one win yeah, they... in the league so far this season. Okay, we are playing against Celtic, but they didn't seem to offer very much until until no. the game is maybe until the game is maybe beyond them. Yeah, there was. I mean, they defended well most of the first half. I mean, I suppose they knew when they were getting Celtic, it was just keep it tight as much as possible. But then the first goal they lost was was quite soft. Um, Griffiths was allowed to turn and draw the ball across, um, and then the second half they just didn't start. And but that the time they started, they were three down, as you say. Um, this. They're a funny team, past it because early in the season, you know, they, you know, they didn't, they, they didn't start great. Then they went on a little run where they picked up some points. Now they seem to dive back down the way, but that's the way it is down at the, you know, with all the bottom six. Yeah. Um, to be honest, you know, there's not, there's not a team that's really putting enough run together to pull away. Um, maybe that'll come, but I, I think my tip for going down was between them and Hamilton and. I do stand by that. I know Hamilton are getting a couple of draws just now, but um, a couple of draws. I still think they'll be one of those down there. I know. I think I would agree with you. Uh, and it, it all comes down to just not having a striker. Either of them really mm-hmm. just score goals. I know what Hamilton are kind of fortunate. They've got Ali Crawford, but they'll do well to hold on to him in January. And again, speculate. Party Thistle. They've tried a lot of striker, but then what is he's hasn't really worked out. Um, probably again January will be very competitive in terms of these teams down about the bottom looking for a striker that's going to keep them up um, mm-hmm. I dare say the likes of Ross County Motherwell will be alright uh, even Kilmarnock because they've got four, a difficult, difficult. Uh, Celtic again Stuart Armstrong continuing to impress obviously two goal a player that clearly is enjoying his football and Lee Griffiths back in oh, sorry one clear by Adam Barton could have kind of done a bit better. Um, I th- you know, Griffiths was, has also scored tonight. Um, he also he went out with a point to prove, um, getting his place back in the team. But it was a, it just shows again that Brendan Rodgers isn't afraid to to make the changes. You know, um, leaving out Dembele to bring Griffiths back in because he recognised Dembele hasn't been as good the last couple of games. But it also shows that the options he's got. Um, I noticed that Gary McKay Stephen came back into the fold as well. Although I think a lot of that's to do with injuries to Forrest and Sinclair. But it was good to see him back in. Though what his future lies, I don't know. Yeah, I think Brendan Rodgers kind of spoke about him quite well in terms of he's been impressed in training. But I it could just come down to maybe he's not as bigger as as many options out wide as they might want to have. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like again like Celtic are probably going to win tonight though you never know how it might or get a uh, go back to Hearts should mention that uh, Johnson got put in a month uh, yeah he's yeah he's um, he stepped up to the Mark Wiss impressive performances and a couple of goals he's well he's already ahead of um, Watton and Salmon I think combined as well so um, you know it's it's incredible that was the that was seen to be a potential good partnership, Watt and Sam, but it's just not worked out at all for either of them. It's not. Um, but Johnson's come in and done done very well um, so far, and 
No, Hearts fans and hey, we shall certainly be hoping that continues. Aye, uh, it looks to be in the order I like. So I've seen him. He has a bit of the Osman so about him. Kind of quite mm-hmm. a big kind of guy, but big good touch on him. Aye, he's come in to work with. I think that probably covers the actual match. But it seems like we've missed something. But I know, I know we we kind of covered a few games. Oh, I should mention obviously the fact there was just yeah, it wasn't a particularly um, enthralling weekend. <laughs> you know, if you're a Scottish football supporter um, or a top flight team supporter. But um, uh, it was a, another draw with Inverness and Hamilton. Ali Crawford, you mentioned the earlier. I think Hamilton will be doing very well to keep holding. It's what seven goals for, from midfield for a team that's near the bottom of the league. Um, they'll be doing very well. To keep, I know Martin Kent says he wants to keep him in the season, um, which will mean that they won't get anything for him. But I suppose if they get a bit of say two hundred thousand in January, he'll be gone. I don't even know. I don't even know if you're a player that Aberdeen would look at. Probably we've got a lot of options there. Yeah, but if McGinn if McGinn's going to go, and Madison's obviously going to go back at some point, it's a potential to come in. Yeah, plus McGinn's on the wrong side of thirty as well. Right, I think Rangers are being linked with him, but he might be a case of Crawford or maybe fancy. Yeah, probably. But in terms of the job with Ross County and Dundee, they actually Dundee are kind of working after a kind of patchy start quite well. They kind of maybe kept things a bit tighter at the back. Um, then County and Hamilton being Joe Specialist County have had a kind of fair amount and obviously Aberdeen will see what happens there which moves us probably nicely into the predictions actually first up we have well we have the Friday night game Hamilton and Rangers Hamilton are 5-1 to one, the draw 16-5 Rangers are 4-7 I think Hamilton's well the draw runs ending tonight but lots of things but I think um, I think Rangers will get a rare away victory I think they'll win 2-1 Hamilton not troll Rangers on this. They did in the opening day when Crawford yeah. met by Joey Barton. Um, oh, Joey Barton, I remember him. Yeah, remember him. So <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe Hamilton can get under luck and I get decent. I'll go for another one old. Uh, moving on to Saturday, we have Ross County versus Aberdeen. Ross County are seven to a pretty big price at home. They draw fourteen to five and Aberdeen are four to five. Uh, I think Aberdeen will sneak it. Just uh, Ross County won Aberdeen. I think we're going to edge it 1-0. 1-0, and we'll get a clean shot. I think so. Um, but Celtic versus Dundee. Celtic are horrifically shot. 2-17. The draw <laughs> is 17-2. Dundee are 25-1. to one. Oh, um, Which is massive. Uh, I'll make the prediction first then. Um, well, I'm obviously going to go with a home win. Uh, 3-0 Celtic 3-0 well, was I read that or I heard that Celtic have been about half done I'm going to next up Kilmarnock versus Inverness Kilmarnock a good price at home I'm pretty sure as well against someone but they're going to look quite surprising Kilmarnock are 9-5 mm-hmm. um, the draw is 12-5 and Inverness are 31-20 uh, you, you, you would say in terms of form I, I know Kilmarnock have only picked up 1-1 in the last six but Inverness are the, kind of, the least form out of anyone in the league so I think Kilmarnock could win this. Um, I'm going to go for Kilmarnock 2-1. Yeah, I think Kilmarnock, I think, as far as I'm aware, have only won one home game this season. Or is it one or two? It's something very poor anyway. But I think they'll up that by another one this weekend. I think they'll win 2-0. I think Inverness is really poor just now. Aye. Well, Kilmarnock, they've had two home ones in the league. Um, But yeah, still not great. Um, But aye, you know what? Hearts against Party Thistle, Thistle's first home game for Hearts. Hearts are seven to ten, draws fourteen to five, Party Thistle are twenty one to five. What's your thoughts there? Um 
I think Hearts are um, going to be hurting after getting beat at Rangers. Um, they'll be looking to bounce back. Castle's first home game. Partick are really poor just now. I'm going to be bold and go 4-0 Hearts. 4-0, you think it'll be a yeah. Hearts will run riot? I, I think they can, potentially, yeah. Um, they've got a good home record, certainly. Um, I'm going to go for 3-0 to Hearts. Um, and then last up, we've got St Johnston against Motherwell. Um, I'd say St Johnston looked pretty decently priced here. 4-5, St Johnston draw 11-4 and Motherwell are 18-5. I think St Johnston will win 1-0. Just don't know what we're going to get from St Johnston because they're a hard team for the top five to beat, <laughs> or top four to beat, but this tend to struggle now and then against the teams below them. But I think this weekend will be an exception. I think they'll win 2-0. You know, so that could be one for the charity bet then maybe with the odds being so good mm. Mm. dodgy about St Johnston case of what is down three times I think all in home games pretty much every team is like any, any kind of team that we've bet is pretty much like that yeah, uh, let true. us down this season uh, the two to maybe look at going down the leagues just because they're both in pretty good form um, Dundee United are evens at Wraith Rovers and Hibs are 3-4 at Morton which could be decent because they've both only lost two each in the league this season and mm-hmm. it seems to be that they two are pulling away from the rest of the league a wee bit yeah I think United will be interesting because it's Ray McKinnon go back to uh, Wraith Rovers yes um, I, don't, I think Wraith Rovers forms t- um, tailed off a little bit so I would be I'd be happy United Hibs you know my thoughts on them <laughs> well United have um, won seven of their last eight matches in the championship yeah definitely go United and Hibs have only lost against Dundee United could be maybe an option. The other one could Queen of the South and Infirmland. A start here whereby there's been over two and a half goals scored in ten of Queen of the South's last, which is a quite a decent start. Now, Infirmland have scored 19 in the league, did 26. Queen of the South have scored 20 and did 26 this season. So, that does suggest that there could be goals in that game. If we wanted both to go for something like if we wanted to go for something like that. I don't know whether both teams have scored will be that decent in terms of odds, um, let me try and see. So we're definitely going Dundee United they're kind of evens. Is that mm. what we're saying? So Dundee yeah. United evens. Let me see. Queen of the South and Dunfermline. No. Oh, both teams have scored actually pretty decent odds there. Three to five, which would be aye. That looks mm-hmm. decent. Yeah, so right. Do you think we should go with Hearts as the last pick? Why not? Yeah, Hearts for I think I said was seven to ten. You get any ideas where our first goal scorer? Um, I mean, possibly Spence again. Hello against Queens Park. Is he? I we could go for him. Um, possibly. It's the only one that sprang to mind, to be honest. Hello against Queens Park, eh? Aye, why not? Let's go with that. That keeps it nice. Let's just get the odds for the treble. So evens three to five and seven to ten. Ten pound on that would return fifty-four pound forty. So I that'll do nicely. And then Spence will get his odds later on in the week. Hey, once mm-hmm. the good guys in my bookie have them up. Yeah. So I think that probably covers everything this week. Yeah. So I'm away to turn the lights out. <laughs> yeah, it's lights out here as well. Okay, right, night John. <laughs> night John, speak to you after.